Welcome back to another episode of That's Business. Today's guest, Stacey Latona, is the sales director for the Rocket Mortgage Classic, the PGA Tour event hosted at the Detroit Golf Club, and the founder of Latona Golf, a women's golf apparel company, which is set to launch in May of 2023. She's a former Detroit Red Wings corporate partnership sales manager and former on-air personality. Stacy founded the Detroit Pride Cheerleaders, a professional cheerleading organization dedicated to giving Lions fans something to cheer about. Right now, she's in the quarterfinals for the Fab Over 40, where she will get a very generous monetary gift and a two-page beauty spread in New Beauty magazine. Stacy, you have a thing or two going on with you right now. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm like, wow, there's a lot going on right now, isn't there? Oh, my gosh. Let's hope I get that two-page beauty spread. And it's not about the beauty. It's about doing it for Latona Gull and helping the entrepreneurial part of that, the money. But also, if I get that two-page thing, I can talk about Latona Golf. So it's all kind of centered around there. I'm not just thinking, you know, that I'm right. all that or anything. I just want to clarify. Well, you are all that. Let's be honest. Come on. You're so sweet. Thank you. Right back at you. <laughs> well, let's start there. Tell us about the Fab Over 40. I've been voting for you every day, but where did this come about? How are you in it? What's the end goal of this? Okay. So uh, it popped up just like everything on Instagram and said, hey, are you Fab Over 40? And I am way, way, way over 40. So that's why I'm able to say I'm Fab because you get to a certain age and you go, I don't really care what anyone thinks. I'll say what I want. So basically, it just, you know, they said, post some pictures. It's it's kind of a popularity contest, obviously. But like um, I had mentioned, it's $42,000. And I'm in the middle of trying to do this, launching this business. I need capital. And I'm pretty much willing to do anything at all uh, <laughs> to make sure that I get the funds for this. And so I decided I would do it. And it's a little longer than I thought. It ends on December 15th. But it started a few weeks ago and I, I stayed in the number one spot, which was crazy. And it was all thanks to all my friends and family and everybody voting for me. I'd be being obnoxious on Instagram saying, vote for me, vote for me. And so now I am in the quarterfinals and they have like, I think it's international. That's my understanding. And they were all these different groups and it went from 60 in my group to 25 to 10 to five and to the one number one spot. So I won that one. Now I move on to compete, I guess, against all these other people that were in the number one spot in their group. So we shall see. People need to vote. They can vote for free. So it's exciting because I think maybe when this airs, it'll be really down to the nitty gritty. So it's votefab40.com. And then it's just like slash 2022 slash Stacey Dash Latona. Let me get a little plug in there. And how does that feel that you were in the top? Like you were number one and anytime like you have, I feel like we're always number one or just skyrocketed. I thought it was bogus because I thought everybody's <laughs> got to be number one. They probably tell everybody. And then I went in and I found actually two people, funny enough, that I know through LinkedIn that are in other markets that are also in it. So I clicked on theirs. And then I also went in and it said, see who's in their group. And I clicked on that and all of a sudden I saw every single person. And I'm like, oh my God, they're getting notifications that are number four, number five, and number 56. Like it's legit. So uh, after I realized that it was legit, legit, now I'm taking it very seriously. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be embarrassed to not win now. So now I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to go for it. But such is life. You know, you try things, you do what you got to do. And I've never been more motivated to get a company or anything than I am to get Latona Golf off the ground. So you got a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. Maybe that'll be the title of this episode. Like that. We're going to see uh, a girl's. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I have another saying I'll share with you later that it's <laughs> similar. I want to talk a little bit about your background. Obviously, we want to talk about Latona Golf for a majority of this podcast, but 
worked for the Wings. Yes. You now do Rocket Mortgage Classic and you started Detroit Pride Cheerleaders. Yeah. I want to know, Wings Badass, how did you come up with the idea for Detroit Pride Cheerleaders? Because I literally did not even know this and I feel like I know you very well. Yeah. Until you sent me your bio, I'm like, excuse me? What? I know. A lot of people say that about the on-air stuff too. They're like, how'd you start a career in sports? I'm like, I didn't. I was an on-air personality in radio for eight years. Um, They go, what? (laughs) Yeah, really quick about that. I danced my whole life, you know, rhythmically. I'm a good dancer, I think, but I didn't like compete and stuff, but I just danced. And I met up with somebody and we were talking about how when classically trained dancers in Detroit are done with college or they go off to Grand Valley, there is nothing for them to continue to do from a dance perspective. They got to go to another market if you want to try out for the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders or whatever that is. And people can say what they want about doing that in your life, but it is propelled many careers, number one. Number two, I will tell you that every girl that tried out for the Detroit Pride Cheerleaders had their masters. I mean, we're talking about really, really, really smart, beautiful women that are talented dancers. And it always bugs me when people make assumptions about people because they enjoy this or they enjoy that just because the organization wants you to wear you know, smaller clothes or whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So anyway, so we just decided that we were, instead of going to the Lions, which other people had tried and saying, hey, you need to have cheerleaders. Um, instead of giving them a proposal, we decided to show them why Detroit would want them. How would they be received? That you could do it in a really classy, professional way. So We set out in a very short amount of time. We had auditions. You wouldn't believe the quality of women that showed up. We had a small group. The first year, I think we had 12. We did it for like five years. We ended up with like 24 girls. I got sponsors. It's funny because the Lions, they started watching everything we were doing because I was in sports marketing at the time as well. Worked for a radio station, uh, the ticket actually. And I was using my sponsors like Miller you know, to get money, to pay to get these girls into the games. We took them into every single game on Sunday. They allowed us to come in. We had to separate the girls because the crowds got so insane to do photographs, but they allowed us to do it, paid for tickets. We took them in. They would not allow the cameras on them, though. So if they accidentally, like on Halloween, they accidentally went on them. There was a Halloween thing and they didn't get off of them. It was so funny. (laughs) It was so funny. But Honestly, we did calendars. We sold calendars at one of the local Elwood Grill, one of the all the all the business people supported us. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we paid for the whole thing for many, many years. And then um, it kind of just got to the point where, you know, I was like spending a lot of time, spending a lot of money and uh, we were sustaining it, but it wasn't going to be they weren't going to be like, hey, you're the one we want you to do it. And I don't know that that was necessarily my end game that I wanted to run it. Um, I just like to inspire women. I like to do fun things that give women something cool and fun to do. And I just like, I got this entrepreneurial weird thing that never goes away in me, you know, that I'm constantly at this like fire in my belly to do something. So that just happened to be it at the time. And um, the gal that I was working with went on to do it for a little bit longer. And then eventually the lines got chilled or so. I will tell you that I feel very, very confident that since we test marketed it for them, and it went so well that I do feel a little sense of pride that maybe we had a little something to do with it. Or a, a lot of it to I do with so. it. Yes. I hope so. You know, it was fun. I know two girls I went to high school with are cheerleaders and they have ones. I think a, I forget what she does, but I think she's a PA. She was a dancer her whole life. And then another one, she works in sales, but she was a cheerleader, even went to college for cheerleading. 
And I think this is her first year with them. So, well, I did actually. It's funny because when I was on the air in SAG, and I actually forgot about this about myself, I actually did. There was a semi, they started a semi pro um, called the GBA, the Global Basketball Association. And I actually tried out for that dance team and made it. And I was on. So I did it semi pro. So that was another reason why I sort of jumped into my head to do it here. So I forgot and I did that. Well, kind of funny. I think my favorite thing about you is that you forget how many great things you did. And we didn't even include your podcast that you have yourself, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. you're just like, oh, yeah, I did that. It's fine. I do have a podcast. You know, well, that's a whole we can kind of get into that in a second, because that sort of parlays why I'm doing what I'm doing now. And, and that's a big driver for me, too. Again, women, I just we're so blessed to be women and we've got so many cool things that we can do. So I like to do them, basically. Well, that's a perfect segue into my next question I had to you. How do we get the idea for Latona Golf? I want to hear the whole story because I truthfully don't know. I know the bits and pieces of it just from knowing you a little less than a year. But I want to hear the whole story because it's fascinating. Oh, fascinating. Oh, I love that word. So I have been golfing for 20 something years in business. Not great at it, but enough to say, yeah, I'm going to go. I can go. After I had worked at the Detroit Red Wings, my director went to the PGA Tour and started working. And I literally called him up and I said, oh, this sounds fun and sexy. What are we doing now? And he's like, funny you should say that because we need to talk to you about a role. So knew nothing really about the professional side of golf. So when I got into it, I started golfing more and more and more. And it's just like the best move I ever made. I love what I do. I love my bosses. The leadership is phenomenal. The company I work for, which is Intersport, and just even the Rocket Mortgage Classic, or the Rocket Mortgage people too. We work really closely, obviously, with them as a title sponsor. So they're just, they're all fantastic. More and more I'm golfing and I'm still complaining. This is kind of interesting. So I'm a big storyboard, vision board person. And I had 20 years ago when I started golfing, did a vision board and I was going to call it SAS Golf War. Stacy always steals the show. And that's what it was going to be. And I put it on a vision board and I got doing other things and had babies and da 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 and forgot about it. Fast forward literally 25 something years later. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, why did I never do this? Like the clothes are still terrible. And I thought, if not now, when, and if not me, then who is going to get this right? Because no one is thinking about fashion first. There's lack of options in comparison to all the men and all the options that they have. I mean, do we really need, I keep saying this, one more man's polo for him to buy? I mean, no, there's so many brands for men to keep popping up and women love fashion, right? And we should have more options. And certainly if you want the skirt that has the flowered pattern on it or the hot pink or whatever, or you want a skirt that comes just above your knee and want to look like that, great. There are people for that type. And I think in some cases, the clothes have gotten a little bit better, but I believe that there's a tribe, I call it, of women like me that want to be fiercely feminine with whatever they do. They want to be sporty. They want to be classy. They want to, you know, be a little sexy if that's what they so choose but they don't have an option. I mean, the stuff is just not, you know, I, I want to be the no polo zone because I don't want to do even anything that looks like a polo, so to speak. So I got a little bit more into it. I was looking into it and it just so happened that MJ, uh, a friend of both of ours, started in this company, M3 Length. It was about entrepreneurs. And I texted her and I said, what is this? And she said, have you ever thought about starting a business? And I said, well, actually, yeah, I'm really interested in starting women's golf apparel line because I'm over it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know where I'm going to start, but I know that I just, if I ask a lot of questions, I can start making gains and um, started in there. And then one thing led to another. And I just kept meeting people and in that forum, just how we met. And it is true. And I do believe this. And I, I say it all the time that like, 
you just have to keep moving forward and know that whatever you need will be there when you get there. And I know you found this in what you've done too. Like just take action. Yes. Whatever it is, take action. I literally just got chills. So I started doing that. And now I am literally two and a half years in and I have poured my entire life savings into it. I was just telling you before we got on the podcast, I'm like, might be my house next. I don't know. But I believe in it so much. It is a $1.5 billion industry. 2021 alone, 2021 alone, women's golf apparel and kind of everything. But still, women are growing the sport. It is the fastest growing sport for women is golf. And I think the other big driver for me, besides the clothes and wanting to look good and wanting to do something for myself, because I've been making a lot of money for a lot of other people for a very, very long time. Yes. Um, and I do love doing that. And I'm at the kind of the epicenter of golf right now, global golf. So I want to stay in that spot while I'm building this because it's good for both. It's good for business on both sides of the equation. So besides the reason for the clothes side of it, I think that golf is good for business for women. So it's sort of like a double thing for me. I want to promote women's golf. I want to take any kind of mystery out of it because I remember still all the things that I didn't know what I, I was intimidated to go. I still get butterflies in my stomach when I go to play with somebody I've never played with before. But again, if you can't say yes to golf, then you're going to miss so many opportunities to spend hours upon hours with a male or female CEO um, that's golfing. 90% of CEOs golf. You know, like one in three people are doing business on a golf course. It's really important. And women that golf make more money than women who do not. Interesting. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I just found that little fact. Um, so I think that being able to say yes and getting equal time with people um, in business, and it's so fun. It's like the great equalizer. You can be really good. And my boss is really, really good. Even though he doesn't love golfing with me, I can pick up my ball and keep moving. But I get that time with him. I get to be one of the boys for, you know, a little bit of time too. And I actually think I'm more fun to golf with than, than the guys are. So I'm better than everyone. So <laughs> thank you. I'm the comedic relief. Right, right. Not my golf game, <laughs> but my, my smile on the golf course and my attitude. And that's how I got into the Lip Out with Latona podcast. I was originally going to name the company Lip Out. Um, and everyone's like, oh, you know, well, actually, it's funny. Everyone said, oh, it's kind of negative, you know, because it is. You putt into the hole and if it hits the rim and turns and goes the other way, it's called a Lip Out. But I was like, no, I'm changing the direction of women's golf apparel and I'm living on the edge. So that's why I was going to be, you know, Lip Out. And then everybody said, um, you have an Italian last name, Prada, Gucci, Versace, Latona. You have to name it Latona Golf. So, yeah. So that's how it became um, Latona. So and the podcast is just to tell women to golf and interview women that are in golf and how it's influenced them and all that kind of stuff. So and it is funny because I love that it's Latona Golf. Fun fact about me. I hate when people have and I'm sorry, this is so mean, but I hate when people have their names in their business. I think it's lazy, but yours, like it's beautiful. It's the perfect. And it is because I thought that too. I'm like, oh, it's like Gucci. It is like <laughs> high end because when I thought it and I love your last name, fellow Italian here as well, uh -huh, but right. it works. And seeing the, um, what's it called that you brought to our mastermind? Like you, I don't know if they're prototypes more. Yeah. Yeah. My fourth round of samples is what I, yeah. Yes. Your samples. That's the word I was looking for, but yeah. it looks so nice and it's the perfect oh. logo on it. And I was like, I don't even golf, but like I want some. Well, that's what I'm hoping because, you know, everyone has this whole athleisure wear and I'm calling it golf leisure wear. Like it's, it's definitely going to be something that 
And a lot of women do. They don't golf, but then their husbands do and they have to go to an event at a country club or they have to, whatever it is, even going to the Rocket Mortgage Classic and you're like, I don't have any golf attire. Not that you have to wear that there, but if you wanted to and you wanted to look cute, Latona Golf will be definitely, definitely something um, that you can wear. But yeah, I felt the same thing. I was like, oh, it's an ego. I'm not an ego maniac. I can't. (laughs) I can't have my name splashed all over and everyone's like, I'm telling you and you have to be open, you know, to feedback. So I finally was like, okay, fine, fine, I'll do it. And now I am thrilled and it's taken a life of its own. It is not me. Do you know what I mean? Like it's my name. So I care because everyone knows I'm working on the clothes, but Latona, it's just, it's a brand now. I don't think of it in terms of, oh, it's my last name, but where do you see the belt I'm doing with the the L-A-T and the O-N-A together? It's really cool. That'll be cute. And I want you to talk about how the clothes are functional when you were showing like, oh, your tee goes here and this and your marker goes there. And I'm going to butcher because I don't golf. And I, I just started <laughs> taking lessons last summer. You but did? Oh, I can't wait to golf with you. We're like driving range right now. Who but hey, maybe when this is out there, I'll be a uh, no, you got to get competitive. There. That's the thing. I hate being bad at things. <sighs> I am the same way. <laughs> People are like, you're n- no one is really good enough to get angry. Do you know what I mean? At how bad your right. game can be. So I that's my problem, too. I was, you know, softball all through high school blah, 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 and very competitive. And it's annoying. It's annoying. You'll never get past that. So I'm competitive, too. Don't worry. And I always play worse when I play with women that think like, oh, she whatever. And they play better than me. So trust me. Don't worry. I got to get out of my own ego for sure. That's the beauty of the call. That is one of the biggest things about it. <laughs> And it's, it's exactly what it is, getting out, out of your head, getting out of your head, getting out of your ego. But yeah, otherwise you'll never get out there. I know. And that's totally what happened. So I was like, I'm not great. And my instructor, she was like, because we learned like, what was it? We learned like half swing first. She's like, no, I want you. And I was horrible at that. And then she's like, you might be one of the people that's just good at just full swings. I wanted to swing because I played. I also played softball, but she's like, no, it's a completely different swing. And it I'm is. Like, I'm sorry be patient with me, Nina, but she's so great. Um, I wanted to ask you, how did you come up with, especially the design of all these things and how you, you they're functional, they're good pockets, which I love that they are great pockets on everything. But what was the kind of big premise or like the big back end of you saying, this is a non-negotiable for this clothing line? What went into all of that? That is such a great question. And I have a bunch, I didn't even know I had so many non-negotiables. I didn't even know. Honestly, I, I didn't even know where half of this design stuff is kind of coming from. Uh, you know, I just know what I think would look good on me. And that's what I'm trying to do. But um, an example is like, you know, your ball marker. I can never find it. It drives me crazy. I'm always either dropping it or it's like it's on one of the gloves. There's like a magnet on one of the gloves and then I don't have that glove on me. So I'm like, well, what if it's on the clothes? So I basically just built in a magnet on the shoulder of all the shirts and on the back of the waistband and this rubber logo and underneath it, you know, it's simple and I'm sure someone's going to steal the idea, but whatever. You heard it here first. I came up with it. (laughs) The magnet is behind it and then you can just put your ball marker on it. And so whenever you go up to putt and you've got to move your ball out of the way, you've got your ball marker right there and then you can just replace it instead of trying to figure out where to put it. So that was the one thing that was important that I thought was cool. The other thing is having a place for your tees because you end up throwing them in your pockets or putting them in the... I have it. I was really particular about it, too. I said, I don't want someone to have to yank their skirt up to get to them, you know, like, you know, because you can put your phone in the skirt underneath. Your phone can sit in there and you're not going to see it. 
but I have these like just these little tiny, real simple things to put your teeth and they sort of sit perfect so they don't gouge your leg on the one side, you know, like dumb little stuff like that. And then I actually was working on one other thing that didn't come to fruition, but I probably shouldn't mention it, but I think it will in the next collection I'm doing. This is the intention collection, by the way, I'm calling it. Oh, because I was very intentional about it. So to your point, the intention collection. And I want to say as a little thing too, every one of the pieces is named after a woman in my life, a strong woman for different reasons. And I have their personality. So when you buy the piece, so if you buy the Sydney as an example, which is my daughter, it's Sydney Summer. I've got her first and uh, middle name and it gives a description of her personality, like the girl you always want to call after a bad day, you know, whatever it is, which is like very detail oriented, hard worker, blah, blah, blah. It just kind of resonates because I think that it gives each piece kind of a personality, if that makes sense. Again, every time I talk to you learning something new, didn't know each piece had a name about someone in your life. Oh, yeah, there's uh, Sydney, Summer, the Katie, the Gina, the um, Cherie, Shay. That's my after hours name. I named that one after me. Shay. <laughs> after 12 o'clock, I become Shay. Um, Charlie, which is another somebody, a woman, Charlie. Anyway, but I spell it C-H-A-R-L-I-E-G-H, Charlie, like Lee. Kind of thing. Anyway, I don't want to over, you know, explain everything. But No, this is what we want. Like I told you, I, I mean, I talk about this podcast enough about myself. So believe me. Well, you are a rock star, by the way. And that was one of the things I've been watching all of your stuff on TikTok. I'm like, I need to become her on TikTok. <laughs> She's so good. So good. It's fantastic. Like I'm, I'm jealous at how, you know, I just got started with it. But, you know, again, I'm watching everything that you're doing and hoping I can get some <laughs> tips from you because. Well, now that you followed me, it's I'm just going to be your entire um, for you page because that's what it does with new followers. It's like, oh, here, this one and this one and this one. So sorry, you're probably going to get sick of me, but that's OK. No, I love it. I love it. I was so pumped when I was watching one. I told you one of your things and it was like, hanging out with the cool kids, the song behind it, whatever. And then at the end, there was a picture of the three of us, you and me and Amy. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, she added me as one of the cool kids. Yes, you are one of the cool kids. Exactly. <laughs> I really appreciate so much that you named this line after so many women that have impacted you because, and I think, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or prior, but there's the connotation and I don't know if you know this, but I worked in male dominated environments. I worked defense and automotive before. And it's just like most good women are there to support each other, not like be catty with each other and just think of someone else as a bitch. And I love that you have that ode and you're like really thinking about like, what do women need when they're on the course? And you should be able to be feminine Mm -hmm. and tell a guy, talk business, whatever. But I love that because, yeah, side note. There's a lawyer on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen her, but she dresses in hot pink pumps, hot pink everything. And she's like the Elle Woods. Oh, I was going to say Elle Woods. <laughs> Platinum blonde. And she just like walks into courtrooms and these men just tear her a new one. And she's like, can't wait to take your wife and your job. So and she just rips them a new one. And it's incredible. Right. But I love it because I do. I, that's the thing that's always been a drive. Another driving force for me is that I think that femininity is whatever it means to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I don't want to tell other people what that is. You know, I support women in any role in any way they want to be. But if I so choose to, you know, that's part of our superpower, I think, is being feminine. And I, I believe that we really own the room when we're in our full power when we walk in, no matter who's in the room. And that's because we're in that feminine power. So to try to downplay that 
you know, that's what makes us uniquely us. So, you know, I'm okay with that. Like what I'm never a hater just because a woman and there's like there's several like for golf as an example, there's several people on Instagram that are very kind of I call it cheesecakey, you know, good for them. They're making money. They're they're selling their sex appeal in part of what they do. Right. Again, I will never be a hater of that. That doesn't mean that that's how I want necessarily my brand represented. And I might want a more girl next door sexy look than in your face sexy, if that makes sense. But I'm not going to be a hater of what they do. More power to them. If you can make a buck and that's the way you choose to do it, then I think that's great. I think that's great. I'll do my thing. You do yours. Let's support each other. But I've been because not only just male dominant businesses, but I have had some hate. I'm telling you, I don't even realize when I know now, when I find out something just from a candy perspective of women over the years and the things that they have said and the things that they have done and just the undermining that has been done to me that I was even unaware of um, until maybe later. It's unbelievable. And it's a really sad state of affairs. And not everyone's like that. And you can sniff the people out pretty quickly. But honestly, um, it just makes me insane. But I'm getting, I think maybe it's older age, but I'm getting a little more calm about it. Like I had a situation happen not that long ago where I was like, what? I didn't even know if she had a problem with me. You know, <laughs> I heard something. I'm like, I thought we were friends. I mean, not acquaintances, but, right. you know, but I heard something and somebody said, and I was like, well, then don't follow me. I, you know, like, why are you talking about me to somebody else in a negative way if you don't, you know, like just move on, you know, goodbye. So it's shocking. But then somebody said, you haven't made it until you have some haters. Right. That's so like, well, and it's so interesting. And I'm sure you've gone through that. I feel like any entrepreneur has, but it's like you realize the people that you thought would support you don't or that you thought like the shoe ins like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a friend or whoever. And of course, you have the ones that are the obvious supporters and do like the women that have named after your collection. Yeah. But I've learned like there's so many interesting people that I thought would support and don't, but then complete strangers or people like in M3 or people like, you know, yes, I know you support me. I support you. But it's just like it's so fascinating with people, you know, the least amount of time because co- sometimes come out to be your biggest supporters. And I love how many votes you're getting from people in M3 of like even men that I didn't, I don't even know come around and are still they're like, oh, yeah, Stacy, go Stacy. I've been voting for you. I'm like, I don't even know who you are, but that's awesome. I don't even know who some of the people are. It's so funny. And I can't see all the votes. If I happen to go on at a certain time, I can click. I found it. I clicked on this. Get this new video. They send you these new videos to tell you what to do and to keep your voters engaged or whatever. And if you watch it, you kind of scroll down. It says, oh, you have votes. And I go, oh, one day I found it. I scrolled down and it said, so-and-so just voted for you five minutes ago. And this is your biggest voter. Because as you know, it's also there are proceeds to go to the Breast Cancer Awareness Foundation, which is amazing. And if you want to buy votes, there are pink buttons, which I've never asked anyone to do that for me. But there's also two free votes a day on the gray button. So that's what I've been kind of pushing. But I have had people, um, I I have to laugh because I've had, I'm single and I've been single for longer than I can remember ever being single in my life, which is all good because I'm focused on me and, and the business and stuff. And it's what I need to do to get this off the ground. But I literally, I stay friends with everyone and my friends joke around with me like about how do you, I don't understand how you stay friends with all these guys that you've had dates with, whether the end's good or ends, you know, bad. And I said, you know, I try to handle everything with as much class and grace as I possibly can. And I don't want someone else's immature behavior to turn me into somebody that I'm not. So that's what I, how, why I try to handle. And I do think that timing is everything. So when something happens with a guy and it doesn't work out, it, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean anything about me. It's just, you know, 
I'm a lot to handle. No, I'm just joking. But <laughs> I literally was like, what a great way to send a bunch of hot pictures of yourself to every guy you've ever dated. I'm like, whoosh. They send it off and I'm like, vote for me. Hey, hope you're well. Right. Things are going great. You know, it was just, I had to laugh to myself. I'm like, if anything else, all these dates have come down to this. Hopefully they're all voting for me. Right. So see, got something out of it, right? That's incredible. Something out of it. Now, I really digress there for a minute. Sorry. <laughs> like I told you, there's no rules on this podcast. So I love it. I could do a whole segment on dating alone. But anyway, we will not oh, do that. We'll do, we'll do second round. When, we'll do next year when Latona's launched. And then we'll do like this, Stacey. Oh. It's been a year. Where have you? What's been going on when you've sold out of everything? Oh, God. You know what? I honestly believe that's going to I just keep putting it in the universe. And I'm a big believer in that, too. But I'm not doing that many uh, pieces. Right. So I have 10, like basically in the collection, 10 different pieces, garments, whatever. <laughs> and I'm only doing 300 units per. And that's a mixture of extra small up to extra large because I have to kind of test a little bit. I need to see what sizes are selling out faster. I have to see what, you know, do I want to like, if one sells out like that and it's a black and white. Oh, by the way, this is a good point. So there are only four colors I'm ever going to work with. Black, white, gray, and a pop of red. That's it. I, unless maybe there's one thing for like breast cancer awareness where I'm going to do a special pink when I can find the right pink that's not too girly, but just kind of cool. Yes. I might do something for that for the right reasons, obviously, for giving back to charity or something. But um, that's it. And I'm going to mishmash posh those colors. And uh, that's a kind of a big part of the entire collection is just keeping with those particular colors. So I love this. Now, when you launch... Where do you see, and maybe you don't have an answer to this question, but where do you see it going from there? Well, I'm hoping that uh, we sell out very quickly and then we have to do another round of all the same things in the same, you know, in that, because the biggest months for women's golf apparel is June, July, August, and then December. So I'd like to, yeah, sell out and then be able to go again. And then I will be Doing another, I will take some of the attention collection. I will flip the colors. So if it's black with white, it'll become white with black. It's like a really big seller. Probably flip it a little bit. So I'll do some of that. And my goal is once I get through the e-commerce and we've got everything kind of like gelling and, and that's where the biggest margins are that I, so I need to want to do mostly online because you can build a Titan online with social media now. I mean, you don't have to do anything else. You don't need doors. I think Warby Parker started like that. I don't know if you're familiar with Aviator Nation. They're still on now. They have stores, flagship stores all over the place. They, yes. That's how she started. Um, there's just a lot, a lot of brands. I mean, when you think in terms of even like, even though they didn't start just online, but, you know, Lululemon is like a $55 billion cap company and they sell a $112 yoga pant and only 12% of their people say that they actually do yoga. So anything can happen with the right brand. And I would like to just continue to expand it. I want to stay, you know, with women and stick with women and do things for women. I would love to launch, um, I want to call it Latona Echo and do like young girls, you know, some stuff for them as they're coming up. Yes. Because there's not a lot of things for them either. So I think that just continuing to grow it and my goal would, you know, literally for it to be, um, I would love to be a billion dollar company one day. I think it would be amazing. So that would be the goal. Well, when you come back on next year, you're going to have five new things you're doing. Like, oh, yeah, Latona Golf sold and launched. And we're on our fifth launch that we sold out of in minutes. And now I'm doing this new entrepreneur thing. I look forward to even though I want to be involved in it. I mean, it's everyone's dream. You know, if you build the best company, you'll have options. Right. And that's the right. goal. And it's one day at a time. But yeah, I would love to be Sarah Blakely uh, from Spanx. 
the, you know, it, she's my queen. Like I would be deceased if I ever met her. Like I think I would cry and faint. Yeah. She is my favorite human. Super cool. And she did it herself too. And you know what? Yes. It's her story. It's hers and another story. Remind me, I'll go back to that. The lady from Hintwater, but her story. And every time I meet with an investor and it doesn't work out or they seem interested and whatever, I keep saying, you know what? You don't know why this is happening now, but it's all going to make sense. And maybe you're supposed to have every single share of this company. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not supposed to give anything to anyone else. It's all your blood, sweat and tears, you know? They're your ideas and your designs. And I've had some, there's some snakes that have come out of the woodwork that sometimes when people talk to you and they realize you're smarter than they thought you were when they ask you for, you know, and I'm in a vulnerable position because I need some dollars, you know, and they could be taking, they could take advantage of you and uh, they can get nasty, nasty. So um, it's been an interesting, interesting ride. And I can't wait to write the book about that myself, um, about what this journey has happened to me but hit water the woman who started hint kara uh golden i think is her name or golden golden um she's an entrepreneur out of i think it was seattle or la but she was uh, kind of in the tech world you know kicking butt and she came up with this water that had no sugar in it but had a hint of fruit flavor and she was doing it in her kitchen for her kids and her and her husband she had no experience at all in the bottle industry no experience of water she went to coke she went to all these different people they're like listen honey you know no one's gonna buy that they all want it sweet and she's like i don't believe that and i read her book in an airport and it's called i think undaunted it was so good and it just every little nuance and i follow her and she's responding to me on um instagram you know because i'm like you are you just don't even know who you're inspiring out here um and every time i get a no or anytime something really nasty kind of happens to me. I'm like, oh, you're going to make such a good chapter in my book. That's all I keep, I keep saying. Right. So she's good. But there, that's what you need. You need women that inspire you, that have been through it, that can push you because it's a really lonely world being an entrepreneur. And there's TikTok somewhere where it was like, it just kept saying nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to save the day. Nobody's coming to get you up. Nobody's coming to make you get this done. And I just remind myself of that, you know, every time I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing one more thing for this. I'm like, nobody's coming. So if you don't do it, it's not getting done. So it ain't happening, right? It ain't happening. Well, that's a perfect segue of my last question I love to ask. You have to give me that book. So let's let's note after yeah. this podcast, because I love reading books like that. And I love me some Sarah. So We'll yeah, do that. I guess. My favorite question to ask every guest, what advice would you give to listeners? Oh, I would give um, probably a couple of things. So first thing that comes to my mind is especially because I know you work with a lot of young people, too. Yes. In getting their resumes. And I have 220 something. So I always say to them, like, you just don't know what you're doing in your job right now, even though it might not be exactly what you want to do, what tools, what skill, whatever is going to help you down the line. You just don't get it at the time. When I think in terms of even like my broadcast background and now doing this kind of stuff and, and Latona Golf being comfortable in front of cameras and hopefully being interviewed about that coming up, you know, all the stuff that I did with Detroit Pride Cheerleaders, literally for my photo shoot for Latona Golf, I'm using the guy that we used for our calendars. I'm using one of my cheerleaders as one of the models. I mean, just all of these little tiny things that I learned along the way and just sales in general that are helping me and making me more confident in what I've chosen to do now. So don't take anything for granted and bust your butt, basically, on, on, on all the tasks, because they're all going to come in handy. And the last thing I, I say, I have this little saying, I always say, 
you got to do what you got to do to get where you want to get. So where when you get where you want to be, you can tell the people that tried to hold you back where to go. So that's like my little, I need to get it on a t-shirt or something somewhere, but. Um, you took that thought out of my head. Like you need that on like an inspirational like notebook. I'd buy a sticker, a shirt. Yeah. Yes. You know what? Why do you say that? I might put it on a sticker because I'm working on a, um, you join the Latona movement because the movement is to change the face of what women are wearing on the golf course, right? The Latona movement. So that's on my website. So anytime somebody goes on to latonagolf.com and uh, just puts their email in and kind of joins, it's called the newsletter, but I'm calling it the Latona movement. Um, anytime somebody does that, I was thinking I want to get some stickers so it can be like, I've joined the Latona movement, you know, and give them the sticker like inside the golf ball. So I'm designing that right now. and. That's a good point. I should put it on a sticker. I should. You should. You heard it here first. I love that. I appreciate you having me on so much because I'm never interviewed. I'm always interviewing everyone. Yeah. Well, you are such a badass and I don't feel like you give yourself enough credit for all the incredible things you're doing. So I'll just maybe I'll just keep texting you and just like blow you up and say, Stacy, what are we doing today? How great are we? I love it. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much. This is a lot of fun. And for those of you listening, you can look in the show notes on where to follow Stacy on Latona Golf, on TikTok, on Instagram, on her website, and get ready for this launch. And we're so excited. Thank you so much. So thank you again, Stacy. Thanks for having me. Love you. If you're looking for a career change and you're not sure where to start, the Resume Rescue can help. Sure, there's no such thing as the perfect fit for everyone, but here at The Resume Rescue, we're on a mission to find the perfect solution for you. Whether it's changing careers, updating a resume, learning LinkedIn, or practicing interviewing, we have you covered. Find us online at theresumerescue.com and find all of our contact info in our show notes.